This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director since 1977, the longest-running radio program, uh, talk, I guess, interview program, you might say, uh, in Sioux Falls radio history. Uh, of course, this time of the year, we always talk to the Salvation Army. It's a very key time for you, and it's also a time of the holidays. And uh, talking to Major Marlis Anderson, I, I guess, first of all, tell us about, uh, for those who don't know, maybe they come from someplace uh, out, out of uh, space or whichever, but what would you say the Salvation Army is? Salvation Army is an international movement, an evangelistic organization uh, interested in the well-being of all people. Our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to meet human needs in his name without discrimination. Well, why the uniform? Well, basically, our, our founder, the Salvation Army, William Booth, founded it upon a militant ideal. Similar to the military, there are captains, there are uh, lieutenants, there are majors. We just wear the uniform as a means of being recognized in the Salvation Army and as part of the military-type organization that we are. Well, you're also, like you mentioned, uh, reference to uh, uh, being a church. You have worship at 1030 on Sunday morning, Wednesday at 12 noon. Uh, I guess for most people, where would you say you're located to give directions to? Yeah, we're located right off this cliff. We are 800 and 900, both of our, those are our buildings, 800 and 900 North Cliff Avenue, right in the midst of neighborhood and people in need. Well, Need knows no season. You, you left on the right word on that. I'm reading from your website. Approximately 13% of South Dakota residents fall below the federal poverty level. 13%, which is just over 24,000 for a family of four. One out of three, I know, is a veteran. You have many uh, solutions. How do you help overcome poverty? Well, for one thing, um, I believe that in Sioux Falls, we're very fortunate to have many people doing similar things as the Salvation Army. I don't think anyone in our community should ever go hungry. Number one, um, we have a pantry that we uh, give out food to people, and our policy is that we don't say no to anyone needing food. If somebody comes in, you know, yesterday or the day before and needs food again, and, you know, after two or three times, we'll probably sit down with them, our case manager, and ask what's going on, why are you continuing to fall short. But we uh, we don't want to turn anyone away for food, and uh, we also have a community meal on the weekends that basically we have seen such huge numbers coming in that a has doubled over the last couple of years. Um, we're averaging about 150 to 200 people per meal, and we have a meal on Saturday night at 5 o'clock and Sunday night at six, 5 o'clock. And then Sunday morning, we also have a breakfast program where we're feeding about 150 to 200 people as well, um, and that's at um, 9.30. Well, for people on the street, it's a banquet during the week and you on the weekend. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, banquet, I think, does a an afternoon meal, um, but they don't have breakfast or evening meals so, um, on the weekends. And so basically we're kind of, you know, fitting the need there as um, providing for people that, like I said before, there should be no reason why anyone in our community shouldn't, you know, nobody should go hungry, that's for sure. Well, like I say, uh, Major, I, I've been doing this since 1977, and I remember way back when you used to have a, a, a mail, uh, in the mail type of uh, postcard type of thing, uh, a fundraiser, and you were the most listed as the most efficient of all charities back at that time. I think around 90, 95% went to the needs, and that's one reason why I think you're based on kind of a, uh, a military uh, a structure in that sense. But uh, uh, the uh, Salvation Army also, I think you, you kind of have a database that, you know, other like churches and other things like that can kind of uh, work with you so that people aren't double dipping with other charities. 
Yeah, we we do. Um, anyone who wants to apply for our Thanksgiving or our Christmas has to do it online. We have a program that we work with, and yeah, we do work somewhat with other agencies on those particular things. We have several agencies that help us with the program itself. But um, yeah, and and also through uh, of the week, our uh, case managers working with other agencies as well for people and clients. So we kind of team up together and and I think we got a pretty good handle on some of that double dipping stuff because of that. Well, like I say, efficiency is is something that people I think uh, look for when uh, when they they want to see you know who's who's going to give them get the big biggest bang for the buck on that sense, but the kettles are out. How long have the kettles been out in Sioux Falls? Uh they've been out since the 6th of November, but we only had three locations at that time. I um our key locations allowed us to go out a little bit earlier than the other kettles when uh, they started in on the tent, started um, most all of our uh, locations. Uh, Walmart's and Sam's Club um, opened up this Saturday for us. So we kind of started a little bit earlier this year. Last year we, we ran into some really horrible weather and, and lost out in like, well, we, we were down like $80,000 in our kettles just from one prime week that, um, you know, that right close to Christmas, the weather was really bad, and so we couldn't send bell ringers out. Well, it keeps and we re- rely heavily on our kettles. I mean, that's, that's like one-third of our budget throughout the year, so we have to, we have to make our kettle go. <laughs> well, I, I remember, though, as a kid, uh, the Santa Claus ringing a bell on the corner. They even had a little kind of warming hut, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you don't forget those days, in a sense. Now, uh, also, the Salvation Army, some of the stereotypes, a little bit as you might play uh, a, a band and, and uh, band, you know, banjos and, and trumpets and, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, are you thinking of starting a, a band in Sioux Falls again? I know you've had one. Well, we don't quite have a band yet, but we certainly have music stuff happening. Uh, we have our kids' programs on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and um, we have a music coordinator, and he's been working with some of our kids with learning different uh, instruments, and I actually teach uh, a ukulele class, so it's not the traditional Salvation Army brass band, but it's music nonetheless, and people are enjoying it, and the kids love that ukulele class, and um, so we're we're working at it. I had to learn ukulele so I could teach the kids ukulele. <laughs> Well, there is something about music, Major, and, and if you do ukulele, you probably play the song somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, well, I don't think we're that advanced yet, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we're just playing typical little uh, church uh, Sunday school songs and stuff like that, but um, I'm just real proud of them. I have like about eight to ten kids in my class, and um, I told them if they accomplish all of these things, uh, learn every one of the chords and, and play in church a couple times. And they've even played at a, a big volunteer event that we had. They came and played the song. If they do that, then I'm going to buy them a ukulele, which, you know, they're not too expensive, but still it's a, it's a nice little push for the kids to really work at it. And I'm hoping in the new year they can accomplish that and be able to get themselves their own little ukulele to play. These are all kids, of course, that would never play an instrument and be able to have their own instrument at home. So it's a, it will be a big blessing for them. There's something about music that you can't put in words. Now, getting back to, we were talking about poverty. You are the one to go to for emergency rent and utilities assistance. People are more and more check paycheck to paycheck today. Uh, uh, you probably see more for emergency rent and utilities assistance this year. 
Well, we are seeing people. I don't know if it's more or less, but, um, you know, that's that's another area that we work along with a lot of people in the community because some people come in with their utilities so far out of whack, like $2,000, $3,000, you know, bills. And so we have to work with the other agencies in town. And um, so we, we do that very well with other people. My case managers are on that about uh, making sure that they're coming in with whatever they need to to be able to, so we can pay some of the bill too. So it's good teamwork collaboration that we have going with the community. Well, you also work with the back to school shopping for families in need, uh, the coats for all with KDLT, uh, the prison toy lift program. Tell us about that because a lot of people may not know about that. The prison toy lift. Yes. Well, that one particularly um, has gone down since COVID. Okay. Um, we were. We were having some good numbers before COVID, and then COVID hit, and it just changed everything. We couldn't go into the prisons and, and take the information down from the parents. Um, and so we tried doing it online, and, and it wasn't happening very well. So we, we still do it, but it's not anywhere to the capacity of it as it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's a, it's a wonderful program, though. Um, you know, parents who are incarcerated... Uh, being able to pick a toy out for their kids, and then we just mail it out to th- their families. And, and, of course, we don't, we send in a package that doesn't have anything with the Salvation Army on it, so it, it looks like it comes from the dad, you know, or the mom, whoever That's um, important. would be. Now, also the pathway for hope. Uh, hope is a big word because hope only has meaning when it's hopeless. Tell us about that. Oh, that's actually a wonderful program that Salvation Army has. Um, It goes beyond paying someone's rent and utilities. Um, We work with uh, families, and um, basically we we sit down with them and work out a strategic plan for their lives and what what do they want to accomplish and how can we get there. And so we we just walk alongside them and help them uh, to accomplish these goals. It may be... You know, somebody, we've had somebody before that wanted to go to college but didn't have, um, you know, the idea how to get there and, and and they were in need of a computer and fortunately with this program we were able to help them get a computer, laptop computer and, and you know, just things like that are, you know, it's above and beyond what we do on a regular basis. Now there's a commitment that they have to make um, to be a part of that program and, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a neat program. It's one of my favorite things that we do that that um, makes a difference in people's lives. It gives them their hope and, and a pathway. Talking to Major Marla Sanderson of the Salvation Army in Sioux Falls and going over the many things that uh, what you throw in those kettles goes for. You mentioned the youth night Tuesdays and Thursdays from 4 to 6 at the service center, but uh, you also have summer camp, you have family fun nights the last Thursday of the month, uh, you have day camp too. Tell us about that. Well, we have a family fun night that... Um, I started when I first came here because, uh, which was like four years ago, um, basically because I was seeing families that, you know, they, they can't afford to go to the movies together with, with their kids. It's just too expensive and they can't afford to do this or that. And, and I said, you know, let's just get together and just have fun. Let's just have some fun. So we started doing these minute to win it games and giving out prizes. And, and I just, we've just seen that program um, really take off and, and, we're just having fun with it. It's a it's a monthly thing, and they just come and we just have a meal together, and and we just parents play with the kids and have a good time with their kids, and it's just a an exceptional exceptional um, program for just moms and dads, grandmas participating and part, having fun with the kids. Um, so we do that once a month, and a good turnout for that. 
Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it very much. Well, your summer camp is at the Western Plains Camp in Iowa in the summer, but uh, the day camp, tell us more about that. That's for children age 6 to 12. Well, we're working. We're, we're still working that program out. Um, it's a summer program that we do. We've done it the past. We didn't do it this past summer because of some things that came up. We had a different program that we took in place of that. But um, our summer day camp program typically is a six to eight week program um, where we do it Monday through Friday, um, and basically it's uh, for kids, uh, parents who can't afford, you know, the normal childcare through the summer. Um, we just we feed the kids breakfast and lunch, and we um, have a, a meaningful programs, music programs, and they take them on a field trip, and we have Bible classes, and they participate with First Tee, who comes and teaches our kids golf on our Tuesdays and Thursday night programs. Um, they they participate with them on the summer as well. And um, we just, you know, we only can take in like 25 to 30 kids for that program, but it I like the idea of having smaller numbers where we can really make a bigger impact on these kids. And um, we, we this past summer, we, we met on a weekly basis, but not every day. So it was a little bit different, but we made a real good, had a really good time with the kids that, that came and um, uh, they were able to participate with First Tee, going golfing every every time. And it was just, it's a good program. And, and I like, I like the fact that we can we can meet with these kids and, and have good quality time with them um, over the summer. Major Marlis Anderson, sounds like you enjoy what you do. Uh, one thing is that a lot of these programs, if people want to expand on them and help volunteer, they don't have to be a member of the Salvation Army to actually help you with these, with these uh, projects. Well, that is so true. That is so true. We have volunteers all throughout the whole entire year. Um, that come and help. We have people that volunteer with our community mills. We couldn't do it without volunteers. On uh, we just couldn't. It's, it's something that we need to have people with. I have a, I have one cook, and then I have a an assistant cook that's we're trying to get hired in. And even two people can't handle that program. And I'm sure and certain that the other feeding programs uh, in the other places are probably saying that's so true because it's really difficult to keep it going without volunteers. So, yeah, we do rely heavily on volunteers for that and for every everything that we do um, at the Salvation Army. Well, moving from kiddos to uh, uh, compassionate care for older adults, I'm 76, going on 77 myself, uh, but there's approximately 7 million Americans over 65 experiencing depression every year, uh, triggered by social isolation, loneliness, and neglect. Uh, you partner with older adults. Tell us about that. Yeah, we have um, what we call senior... Um, Senior luncheons um, on a monthly basis. We have seniors coming um, for a, a fellowship meal, and they play bingo, and we bring special guest speakers in to talk to them here and there. Um, and we have seen such nice growth in, in those pro- in that program as well. Um, we're getting sixty, about fifty to sixty seniors that come, and they love it. They're faithful. They are so faithful, and they're starting to tell their friends and and starting to. Um, you know, bring some other people along with them. And this coming year, we're going to sit down with a, a group of um, maybe four or five of the seniors that participate, and we're going to plan out everything that needs to be done for the following year, and they're going to help me figure out what seniors want to do. I'm a senior now, too, so I guess I can I can say I know what everybody wants to do, but I'm going to let them make the plans and figure it all out. So, um but we're looking forward to it. It's a good, it's a good program that uh, does give the fellowship that you're talking about, and, and it does give a nice, healthy meal uh, for them. Um, 
who knows where it will go after this. Maybe we'll, maybe we can consider doing it on a more regular basis than once a month. But um, that's something that this little group is going to probably help me decide. Senior neighbor luncheon takes place on the second Thursday of each month. Uh, probably if I went there, I could probably find someone to teach me mahjong or dominoes. You do games, oh, right? Well, I, I, I don't know. That, that's <laughs> something that could be discussed as a planning. I think that's a fun a fun activity that they may enjoy. I, so I don't want to forget right. about the Senior Food Commodity Box Program, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a monthly thing, too. That takes place the first Thursday of the month. And um, we have oh, about maybe 200 people that participate with that. We deliver some to some who can't get out. And then many come in for their box um, of food, government food, um, from um, Feeding South Dakota. We pick those up, and then we have them here, and they're able to come and get them. So. And you deliver if they're homebound, too. Yes, yes. Again, we volunteers deliver, come in handy on that. Um, yes, and I would say probably half of the boxes that we do give out are home-delivered. So, Major Marlis Anderson, again, where your dollar goes when you put it in the, uh, the, the bucket, uh, so many things that you do with it. Another whole area is disaster survivors. Now, if there's a house that burns down, uh, you're there with coffee and, and the Red Cross and everything, too. But uh, uh, you have emergency shelter, food and hydration, materials, cleanup and restoration, emotional, spiritual care. Tell us about your survivor program. Well, yes, if there's a disaster, a big disaster here in town, we would definitely be there. Our divisional headquarters would even come for that participation in that. Um, we don't have a shelter here in town. We don't. You mentioned that, and that's um, that's probably um, you know what the Salvation Army does as a whole, not necessarily. But we do help people sometimes with housing. If 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 like I had to put somebody up the summer in a hotel because he had a big family and he got stranded here, and um, you know, so we we kind of did that because he he couldn't really get into the the other shelters in town. So, but no, we don't have a shelter per se. It would be something nice that we'd have, but um, at this point in junction, we just can't get that going, but we do have a um, a fourplex that um, I'm hoping next year to really get uh, taken care of to where I can open it up for a couple seniors to have uh, low-income housing uh, is what we're going to be um, pushing well, for. Well, you're mentioning these. Maybe somebody in the audience out there has an idea. Maybe they can uh, uh, work with you on that. Uh, I'm sure you might, you know, you never know who's listening on the radio. Mental Correct. health. Mental health is another thing uh, that uh, Salvation Army is involved in. You have counseling, support, education, job training, uh, housing. Uh, we, we will go out of our way to help anyone in any kind of capacity that we can do. Um, you know, I'm not myself um, um, qualified to, to sit down and talk with somebody who, you know, may have... Uh, you know, we would direct them to where they need to go more so. Than you give a voice to mental them. health, I guess, is, is one of the things I can say sure. reading again. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, the you know, I read some things off your website, but uh, some things that maybe you're looking forward to maybe do more in Sioux Falls, transitional housing is one thing maybe? That would be an awesome thing. That would be an awesome thing that I, I think is so necessary. It seems like, you know, the, the shelters here in town are always full. Um, at one point in junction, before I even got here, they were talking more serious about it, but something happened where it didn't go through, and um, I'm not sure what happened, but I just know that um, it is a need, and it's something that needs to be considered um, down the road. 
you know, but right now we don't have actual transitioning housing available here uh, at this particular Salvation Army. Another area. I mean, you cover so many things. Like I say, when you put money in in that bucket uh, at Target or wherever uh, coming up, so many things we've been talking about that it goes to. uh, Human trafficking is another whole direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Carrier for Freedom, in fact, has, I think, 28 staff now in Sioux Falls. That that shows that there's a, a big need here. I would say there probably is. That's that's something that um, is on the rise. You know that that kind of stuff is on the rise, and, and the Salvation Army is always uh, informing each local unit of different things and availabilities of services that are provided. If if someone comes to us in our through our doors, you know we would have to be able to contact uh, the appropriate people to help them and and so forth. So. Yeah, that's something that's uh, on the rise, on the rise. I didn't mention, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, your founding uh, with the Salvation Army, but you have a history at, at least 100-some years in Sioux Falls, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't tell you the exact time we established here, but I do know it's over 100 years. It's right there on my wall, too, in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you walk past it so often, I... I just know the dates right there. So, well, I know um, it's yeah. over. It's over a hundred years. I know on that too. Well, tell us yeah. a little bit about yourself, Major. Well, um, I have been an officer in the Salvation Army for thirty plus years, and I've been all over um, the Western or the Midwest in appointments um, from Michigan all the way to Indiana and um, Kansas and. Um, and then here in this area, I actually grew up in Sioux City, Iowa, which, you know, this is the first appointment in 30 years that I've been so close to my home. I've always been at least 8 to 10 hours away from from my house where I grew up or my home where I grew up. And um, I don't know, I, I, I love what I do. The Salvation Army gives me opportunities that I would never have had in other uh, places, other churches, other um places of careers that I would have chosen to do. I, I could never do what I do in the Salvation Army. I love the fact that we help people, um, that that I can talk to people about the Lord if I want to. You know, I was going to be an elementary education teacher because I wanted to work with kids, and but then I thought, you know, I can't even talk to them about Jesus in the school system. So um, that's kind of one of the things that triggered me into the Salvation Army because I can, you know, work with kids and I can work with adults and I can work with anyone I want and I could tell them, all about the love of God, so that that pleased me, and so that's what I've been doing for thirty some years. And um, you know, one one thing that's a big push for me, a big passion for me, is that um, we are feeding people. I want to feed people. I don't want anybody going hungry. Our meals that we cook at the Salvation Army are really good meals. I have to tell you, and you know, breakfast program we have eggs and bacon and sausage and pancakes and. Um, fruit and, and, you know, all kinds of rolls and uh, all kinds of stuff. So they they come in and they get a good meal here, and, and I, I love that. And I have people all the time telling me at that meal how how much they really appreciate it. I remember one time, I'm going to just tell you this, like, this is my little testimony thing that I think is so cra- crazy. One time I was away on vacation, and I had somebody here that was in charge, but... All the cooks were sick. My cook and my volunteers were all sick. And she called me and says, "I can't cancel. You know, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cancel the breakfast program. I can't do it myself." And 
like, no, 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 we can't cancel this program. So I came home early from vacation to help her get the breakfast program out. And that Sunday morning, somebody came up to me and said, Major, I love this program. I'm so grateful for it. Thank you for being consistent. I mean, it was just an affirmation from God when he said that to me. I was like, you don't even know what this was about to take place. But he said that to me, and I was like, so, so grateful to hear that kind of thing. You know, so we, we have some really good things that come back from all of that, too. So that is one of my passions, the, the feeding programs and making sure that people are, you know, are meeting human needs. And, and I just, I like it. I love the fact that we can do that. Major Marlis uh, Anderson of the, of the Salvation Army in Sioux Falls, you say over 30 years, but it doesn't sound like you're looking towards a retirement yet. No, I still got about nine years, 10 years <laughs> left before retirement. So I, I have a few more uh, things to do before I retire, that's for sure. Well, getting back to the kettles, because the kettles are out now, and you've got your Thanksgiving uh, dinner program, your Christmas dinner program. That's probably already, you know, people have signed up for that. Do you need any volunteers mm-hmm. for any of those things coming up in the next couple of months? Well, you know what? Today and yesterday, we were distributing. Um, we are still di- di- doing it today, uh, distributing our Thanksgiving baskets. They had to be signed up for it. Um, so we, we're doing that. We had like 800 families that signed up for that uh, uh, program. And last year, we had like 600. So you see, it's a huge jump. Um, we'll be taken in for our Christmas um, food and toy town Um November 27th through the 1st of December. People who are interested in that can register at um, www.salvationarmy.org. My apologies. That's www.sasufalls.org. They can register for um, that particular program, the Christmas uh, Toy Town, and also our food uh, baskets for Christmas. What is your goal this year for, for for the kettles? Three hundred thousand every year we lose to three hundred thousand. Last year we felt real shy, so we're we're ahead of last year already because we did start a few days earlier. Um, so I'm real pleased that you know we're up like about ten thousand dollars from last year at this time from last year. So but I'm hoping you, that with that inflation, just keeps going. with inflation though, you need you, you got to count in inflation this year too, Major. Uh, I know. There were some cougar rans a couple of years ago. Maybe we can get some people to start that up again. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yes. <laughs> that would be nice. I'd love to see another cougar ran. And I, I don't remember the last time it was last year or the year before. I think we got a small one um, in the in the buckets. I, I don't recall, but I know that uh, those are always a huge blessing to see. Salvation. Can I mention a couple other things that, that sure. Go right up real quick here? Um, on December 5th, we have a Christmas uh, free Christmas concert. Um, our kids are going to perform along with uh, Sioux Falls uh, College students that are going to come and do a jazz Christmas concert um, from 7 to 8 o'clock on the 5th of uh, December, which is a pretty um, a nice little thing that we, we wanted to have a Christmas um, concert for free for people to come to. Um, and then also December 16th um, at 6 o'clock. We are going to be doing, uh, we're at out at the Stampede Hockey Game, and um, it's a fundraiser for the, some, we have some things that we do that are fundraising for the Salvation Army there as well. That also happens to be our uh, $20 challenge day um, on the 16th, so it should be a really good day for um, fundraising at the hockey game as well. So Some people match and, uh, certain days, uh, don't they? Yeah, the 16th is a day that we have some people that try to match the kettles and stuff. So 
um, it's a good day to give. So And Stampede also. Okay, um, Marlis, I, I guess uh, if people want to volunteer or they have ideas maybe that, that can expand some of your programs, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can um, They can go to our website, the sasufalls.org, and they can um, they can look at different things that we have um, to volunteer as well and, and sign up. Are, is there a wish list of things that you need, any materials, blankets, anything like that? Um, well, we're going to be um, needing toys. We Last year I had to go out and buy toys because we didn't quite make enough for the kids that were coming. We always had toys left over, and I use them throughout the year. But, you know, you have certain age groups that, that kind of miss it sometimes, and so we wanted to make sure that we had enough for uh, families coming in. And so, anyway, toys are always good to, to notice the toys. Uh, the toy boxes out at Walmart and Angel Trees at the mall. Um, just if everybody just would do their uh, due diligence and buy a toy for the toy shop, toy town, and um, that would be great. That would be a big, big, big help. Angel trees, that's uh, something I remember quite a bit, too. Yeah, that's that's going to be happening right after Thanksgiving um, at the mall, all, all the right. way up until December 24th. That's a good teaching, uh, you know, for parents to teach their kids uh, to help and give to other kids their age, that type of thing, all that. Major Marlis Anderson, so much that we can talk about. I want to thank you so much for being with us on Forum. Well, thank you so much for your kind words and for your uh, diligent and getting a hold of me every year to talk. I appreciate that very much. Well, I know you're very busy with all those kettles right now. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Merry Christmas and Happy Thanksgiving to you.